Collective Potential podcast is for people who want to have a real conversation. And the four of us today, that's Emily, Jeremy, Ryan, is that your name? Yeah. Yeah. And we have a really cool guest, Bo Taplin. Taplin. I don't know. Taplin is with us. And we're going to get into, I don't know, I can already feel in this conversation, it's about joy. And the interesting thing about joy to me is it can come in all shapes and sizes. But uh, I feel like you're going to hear a very, very interesting conversation about the joy that we all have in our life right now. Oi, hello there. Hello. Feeling a bit lost, yep. a little confused. Yeah. Well, we're all one. C- collective potential. Oh, nice beat. Yeah, it's all right, isn't it? Let's have a real chat. Okay, so I have a question. Does life begin at the end of your comfort zone? Yes. <laughs> I mean, it, it happens everywhere else as well, but it particularly happens at the end, right? Fulfillment comes at the end of your comfort zone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was thinking about it. I mean, I know it's sort of the setup question, but recently I've been on a road trip and I was telling everyone before when I was out on this road trip, because I believe that we need to have more real connection in our lives, um, I met all these different people. And every time I went and ran a workshop, um, on people's mindsets, on their purpose. As I walked out of the conversation, I was left with shit. All I did was have a conversation about where are you at, where have you been, and what's getting in the way. And most of the people in this conversation were stuck in a comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And I was just really curious about, as us as a as a group, what happens when you stay in your comfort zone, but what's, what's the joy when you step out of it? Mm. I like what Bo just mentioned before mm-hmm. about that. I can't remember now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but no, every every single um, incredible thing that has ever happened in my life has happened when I've, as I said earlier, uh, when I break pattern, when uh, I'm never more powerful than when I do something that I'm uncomfortable with or um, that makes me feel nervous or that I'm afraid of. Um, every single time I do that, incredible things happen around me every single time but when I'm still and when I mm-hmm. don't move and when I stay safe in uh, the things that I think will protect me um, nothing happens and I start to feel lost and um, directionless and so that's why I'm here in th- actually um, I've been putting this off for a long time Jeremy's been asking me for about 12 months <laughs> and uh, I hit a point recently where I was like I need to do something different it's not working what I'm doing um, so that's why I'm here. And I, laugh. I just want to acknowledge the awesomeness, I think, of that. Because, I mean, Bo, Bo and I, like, feel... We, whenever we're with each other, like, we're just like just kindred spirits or whatever you want to call it. Like, just yep. get each other, can be completely honest about every aspect of our life of each other. And it all, like, that kind of kicked off within the first second of really speaking to each other when we were introduced. Exactly. We, I felt like I had a connection with you even as we were talking and didn't know each other at all. And long after that, we, we, mm. we spent a lot of time together without really knowing each other, but we knew mm. we had some kind of connection. We wanted to know more about each other. Mm. And I think in the last, you know, six months or a year now, yeah, I just feel so close with you. And mm. What do you think? Is it about each other that attracts you to each other? <laughs> <laughs> Where's this going, right? <laughs> no. Uh, no, no, like, I, I, like, you know, like, I'll meet someone and this kind I of can an see essence. It. I can see it in you two. Mm. You can just go, yeah, these guys, they click. Um, I, just I think it's why. understanding. Uh, mm. A lot of the time I can talk to someone and not feel like we're on the same, uh, like we're in similar energies or something like that. Um, mm. And when I was sitting with Jeremy, I was just like, oh, this, I recognise this or... or even though he's completely different. Yeah. We, we couldn't be more different. Yeah, we are quite different, yeah. <laughs> but um, I just knew I wanted to, um, and I've experienced with this a, a, a couple, only a couple of different um, people throughout my life, and um, yeah, it's just this little unexplainable thing that you're like, I want to know what this is, or especially when I met him, I was extremely lost yeah. as well. I didn't have many fr- uh, many friends that I did feel connected with. Now Now that I, I'm lucky and fortunate enough to have a couple that I feel um, very close with. But back when I met Jeremy, I had no one, and... Um, uh, as soon as I started speaking to him, I just, yeah, couldn't stop. I wanted to know more. I, I think it's understanding. Understanding mm. is what it was. Yeah. I, For yeah. me. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I felt like I, I was a bit surprised that you weren't like this with everyone because I was like, <laughs> man, it was so easy for you to be like this. 
um, I'm like, I wanted, you want you to be like, I want everyone to see the side of you. But I think that's what you do for your art. And that's why I feel like I want to say that I feel particularly privileged to be able to have this conversation recorded because you, it's not something you do do and, or have done really before. And yet your work is so um, influential to a lot of people or at least affects a lot of people's lives. Um, so I feel like we, it's, I feel lucky to have this space of you and to delve deeper in a public forum mm-hmm. where you can share your life with more people um, or this aspect of your life. Because I think your work is something that like I, I, I personally love. Like I think you're a modern day Shakespeare. Ah. And, um, <laughs> he has and said that before. <laughs> because your short form poetry, impactful like life, a light in, <laughs> love, a light in um, energy to your writing um, is, is really for the modern time. I, you do short form on Instagram mm-hmm. and it catches fire. So, um, yeah, I think a lot of people listening who know your work will be fascinated to hear and without putting pressure on this conversation. <laughs> How did you find your medium? Um, I never, uh, I never planned on being a writer at all. I, when oh, didn't you? <laughs> oh, this makes this conversation even better. <laughs> when, when I was 17, all I wanted to do with my life was music. Mm. I used to, I remember lying awake some nights, um, just in bed uh, when I was part of a small band with my brother and uh, some friends I used to just write the songs and, and all that um, I remember some nights I used to lie awake in bed at night just saying we're going to make it we're going to make it we're going to make it and we did some cool fun exciting things in that um, but of course it's music industry is incredibly difficult and especially for a bunch of early 20 year old guys <laughs> yeah. with long straightened hair and all that kind of stuff straight <laughs> I love this straightener came out um, and then that all fell apart and I thought, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? Um, I was living at home. I was in my mid-twenties. I had never really had a proper job, really. I'd had a couple of um, little things, but nothing that ever gave me any kind of purpose. um, And then uh, I had like maybe $500 left in my bank account from um, songwriting royalties that I had left over. I'd just been living on, on that when I say living on it, I mean buying like one $2 coffee every two weeks. <laughs> um, Still pretty cool. <laughs> I got royalties. Um, and then I just said, I had all these, uh, had all these like lyrics that um, weren't going to be used for songs anymore. So I thought I'm just going to put this all in a book and um, print it. Cool. Um, so I spent the rest of my money on that. And then it just, it just kind of took off from there. And then, but now I realize that the, the life that I was visualizing in my head way back then in, in the band days, when I used to lie awake and visualize my life, um, I was thinking the other day, I was thinking, wow, I actually lived that life now. It just took a different path. It didn't take the path that I, that I thought. So that's why I think it's really important for young people to um, chase their dreams, no matter how unrealistic they are, and just to push and push and push, because you might not get that thing, but it will lead you to the thing Beautiful. you want. And it kind of maybe, and that's often better. Yes, it will actually. Like, yeah, no, it <laughs> will. We definitely do that. Yeah. And that's not just even young people. Like I said before, when mm-hmm. I was out at these workshops, like these were like fifty, sixty-year-old people that I was talking to who were still in need of where, and they were at. Some of them were going back to uni, and that's why I was there for one of the workshops. I was like, "Why are you here?" Mm-hmm. Well, it's well, that's the oh, sorry. I was going to say it's action. It's doing something. Mm-hmm. It's if, if you're. Acting on some impulse and it brings other things. It's better than not doing anything and just like sitting in that comfort zone, as you said. Because mm. I guess that's the problem with um, some older people is because they've they've lived long enough to have the world kind of sh- show them what can happen or can't happen. Whereas young mm. people, I remember thinking, like we're in this awful band, and and I was like, <laughs> we're just definitely gonna it's, this is definitely gonna work. <laughs> and, and, and then yeah, and then yeah. we became not so awful, and then we kind of did some really cool things after that. Yeah. But it, if I, if I approach have made it, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but if I feel like uh, if I approach that now, you know, I'd be worrying like, oh, this isn't gonna work. I know this won't happen or whatever. But oh, uh, yeah. it, that, so, so if it, if if people in there who are older can strip that back and say, you really can do everything, anything, if you just yeah. keep working at it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think awesome. there's a difference when you say to people, you can do whatever you want. It also has to come from, excuse the language, authentic place. Yep. Because if you're doing it for others, yep. you're doing it to prove that you're good enough. You're doing it from this sort of maybe space of scarcity. I need more money because mm. this is, I'm going to do this so I get heaps of cash. Like I can see how that emits a frequency that the universe just goes, 
no fucking way. Mm, totally, <laughs> and it doesn't yeah. work for people. People smell a rat. The universe smells a rat. Like so, in that sense, that's a cool what, what's, way of putting it. What's your deeper intent with from with your writing or your work from the get go? Well, yeah, originally, um, I felt like it gave me a voice, like I could express myself. Uh, back then, especially, I, I maybe couldn't express or didn't know, didn't have anyone to speak to about it. Some of the things that some of the topics that were that were meaningful to me or all the things I was going through. And um, and for, so for me, it gave me a voice when I felt like I didn't necessarily have one. So mm. it was, and, and I, can, I can hide behind a screen and do it all. It's all safe for me. I was like, this mm. is a good place for yeah. me to say exactly <laughs> who I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's what it is now. Uh, it's, it's a bit different now. Um, now it's less about me and I, I'm, I'm becoming more aware of that I could potentially make a, an impact that help, help. It's more about other, before it was just all about getting out my feelings. Now it's a bit of, trying to help other people i hope that's really nice did you when did you feel that transition or do you, or do you feel it sometimes and you know it must fluctuate um i feel like it started to change when i met you essentially yeah. uh <laughs> not all because no. of you, right? <laughs> <laughs> not because of you Ooh, but that was that answer what? and that's no, what no, that, was this that was conversation the, <laughs> it, it, no, no, no. this is actually what jess brought you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make me look good boy <laughs> but no that it, it, that was just that there was, was a period, shift there was a shift in me around that time, time. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 where um where it started you know i stopped being so angsty and and um what emotional. was can i ask what was creating <laughs> the angst um can, can i ask that yes of course uh because uh, the reason i asked that i have when i read your um writing poetry i get this hit in my heart and i'm a bit of a big-hearted Polynesian bogan. But I read it and I go, oh, God, he really knows what he's talking about. Oh, you know, yeah. like you get, oh, that was good. And, yeah. and as a female too, it's like, wow, some of that stuff is like him writing about love. And as someone who's grown up with not many men expressing how they feel about other women, I was like, mm. cool. And I also know that I feel that connection. But then I believe that anyone who can have that talent in the world also has to have gone through some pretty – opposite of that talent <laughs> yeah. to get to that you know yeah. that's and i don't know if that's true but you know do you are people creative from pain yes yeah yes so yes. Can, he screams it and, and i this isn't just for you this is for all of us yeah like, yeah it's a great question you know i've got pain <laughs> and I've, I've i find myself on the opposite end of it each time going i don't know why i went through that but i can see the beauty and the creativity that came from it mm-hmm. so yeah i'm interested in the angst um I've always been, my emotions always been times 10 when it comes to relationships or, or anything. I've always been very, I throw myself 100% into it and too much. I don't hold anything back. So it, it's always, I've, it's always been dialed up to 10 always. But um, uh, I was in a pretty, pretty difficult relationship maybe five years ago. And um, one where I just kind of just lost myself a little bit. And um, after that, I was a whole different person. Um, no, no, no confidence at all. Um, didn't know how to talk, even talk to other other girls anymore. And I remember um, I was in love with this one girl who um, moved to Chile, and she was stuck in Chile. Um, we still loved each other. She couldn't come back. Mm. Um, and so those first few years of the of my writing um, was all about just wanting this one person who is on the other side of the world. Um, and that's obviously the best situation for a writer because they're not close enough to you to, for it to be, to be there and to, um, to be consumed by it, but just far enough to just be always in your thoughts and always writing about it. And, and that just gave me enough material to write for, for years. <laughs> <laughs> and I oh, see uh, that makes sense though, mm-hmm. because what is that? The underneath that, um, longing for her is a universal yes. understanding that we all have grief and need and love, um, and it's not on. It's even unrequited for those of us that desire that or experience that. Like that makes mm-hmm. so much sense. Mm-hmm. That why I read that, I go, oh, no wonder my heart vibrates at that. Mm. Do you guys believe in soulmates? Uh, I believe we might get a few. I'm not sure if there's someone out there who's um, counting, <laughs> who's who's for our whole lives, especially. And 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 the more I, the the older I get, the more I think uh, that it's not all about just one relationship, and 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 that we need um, that there are multiple little connections, whether they're um, intimate or, or, or friendships or whatever. We need 
multiple connections and you have, mm. you have soulmate friends, you have soulmate lovers, you have soulmate family, I think. Um, I think that there's, um, you need multiple connections. I don't think, I don't think there's one, one love for any of us. That's what I'm starting to believe. I used to mm. believe that yeah. there was just one soulmate. Mm. Uh, as we, I grow older, I, I don't think so. What? I think it's also a, a younger thing too. Mm-hmm. As we're growing up, like yeah, say, yeah. the angsty, like even use teen angst, like <laughs> yeah. there is like this youthful, oh, they're my everything. And as you get older, you're like, oh, next. <laughs> so it does, mm. uh, yeah, it does I make think, me curious. I think we are our own soulmates and it's all about, uh, Ooh, um, yeah, learning from each other and, mm. and, and then but growing your yourself and, and i think that's what the point of connections maybe I, are that's where i'm at with I, it now i agree man i reckon every i, I see everyone on the planet as my soulmate mm-hmm. but not everyone can as as conditioning or i mean fabrications of their their self-awareness ego whatever you want to call it that interconnect like ours interconnected magically for whatever reason mm-hmm. um same with you guys like there's there's effortless interconnection uh, me and Roy had a few like shuffles to begin with, but eventually, <laughs> eventually we, yeah, we connect. Like punch on, <laughs> but, you know. intellectual shuffles. How does that? I'm just curious, Jess. How does that apply? Like, if you're walking down the street and you meet someone, is this something that's in your head? Um, or is this? I a- think I just know it's intrinsically true because we're we're just boiled down to the mere fact that we all I exist, everyone else exists, therefore. We are all, and we all have souls, so we must all be mates. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's basic. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm interested in the chili girl story. <laughs> that was you. That was oh. to hear. <laughs> so you said that did, like hit you for like yeah. for a few years of yes. real content creation or writing. Yes. Really, I, I, I remember just feeling like she was it for me for a long time, I, and I didn't, I didn't bother even. I couldn't think of anyone else. I couldn't, I couldn't go out and see other. Like think of other people or, or anything, and for the longest time, it um, for the longest time it completely uh, yeah, completely consumed me. And then and then mm-hmm. last year, after you know four or five years of her being away, she came back oh. um, for one week. Wow! And it was like incredible, it was absolutely incredible. But then when she left, I was able to leave it. I was able. To, I got closure. Oh, it was closure. closure. Yeah, yeah. And um, you, actually, I, it wasn't last year. It was yeah. It was it was two years, years ago. ago. Time's flying yeah, for me yeah. now. <laughs> last month. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was able to finally leave it behind. But for 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 a long time, it was it was about just about everything, mm. everything to me. Mm. Mm. I think it's interesting. Like you, like your. Uh, it's a bit like your. Um, your talent, your curse is your gift. Oh, what is it? Your gift is your curse. <laughs> your lead of gifts because it definitely is your gift. Like what, what you the, what you put in your writing that can do what M says, which is just like arrow straight to your heart. No fuck around. No like, oh yeah, don't quite get that or it doesn't quite land with me. It's just like a piercing heart arrow, bang, into someone's heart, like through all their fucking layers and conditionings. Um, and so that that's a fucking potent, powerful weapon you have, that you are, you're a weapon. Like in that in that creative ability, and so but that comes from a really, um, you know, like what you find is your weak. Would you call it your weakness, or maybe you don't? Maybe it's like you're okay being in that painful state for a long period of time with a girl, and so. Um, I certainly wouldn't like to be back in that space yeah. again. But um, <laughs> you know, it, I guess all my writing, whether it's about uh, love or or, um, or or life or um, finding your purpose or anything like it's all it's all rooted from the place that i've been been through those things exactly before and they, and they are all painful painful spaces but um um again as i get older i keep i i, I i'm learning that all, they're all lessons that are important and they're lessons that have led me here and 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 now so now i welcome them e- like even difficult things that happen to me now i welcome them now yes i welcome it because um, i know i come out the other end with new perspectives and you, you kind of like yeah. Didn't just to really go on the metaphor front here <laughs> after Jez is grateful. It's kind of like if you imagine you're an astronaut <laughs> and it's like you're traveling to these far spaces and then you're bringing them back and then you can translate that. You're translating the things that can't be said. Mm-hmm. And I think mm. people, when we call it like our, you know, our gift is our curse, I think it's just sensitivity. So it's like some people have a sensitive, sensitivity for doing certain things, mm. but that also, that sensitivity might open them up. It allows them insight. Pain mm-hmm. Or yeah. insight. But yeah, that's the, sometimes I feel like there's a lot of people that have gifts that 
are also what's so annoying about them. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you say your gift is your curse, your curse mm. is your gift. Nobody has anything. I'm not annoying. So. <laughs> you know, it's interesting when I think about as well, you saying you go into the heart and you pull out that content, right? Mm-hmm. But it's kind of, I'm curious about everyone's process, but particularly Bo, because it's mm. the writing. Mm. What about all the fucking head noise that's around putting out that content that's gone straight to the heart. Mm-hmm. How do you manage mm. to then right. take that and produce it into a world, into the world that we live in? How did you go with that? Um, well, was I, it easy? <laughs> uh, so, do you mean um, showing it to the world, or, you, or pretty much? Yeah, um, like your own head noise, his own head, my noise, own, or, or, the, or the, yeah. So you took the thing that you loved and put mm-hmm. it out to the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you do with all the head noise that goes with? putting out your content to the world. Or oh, do you mean gift? like thinking about judgments or yeah, all yeah. that kind of stuff? Sorry. Well, I've been, I've been um, asked that uh, question a few times, um, even back when I was writing songs for the, for the uh, band. So all my life, I've, since I was 17, I've been, I've been asked that. And, and weirdly, I've never, ever had that fear. Yeah. Ever. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like uh, a, okay, okay. That's really Why? What do you do when, what are you doing that the rest of the world isn't? Um, not, all of us, not everyone isn't. And actually, I will say that recently, now that it's that it's doing quite well, I maybe I'm a bit harder on myself before I post something. I'm like, oh, will they think this is bad, or is this worse than my old writing? Or so I'm having some confidence issues with my writing at the moment. But but other than that, yeah, I've never been afraid of just saying everything, and I'm not sure why. Because to me, it's yeah, I I I can't explain why because it's just that's just the way I am. It's never phased me at all um, sharing. Um, those, I guess, private feelings with people on a widespread scale. I've, yeah, it's just Which never makes sense, <laughs> right? Because even in the the head noise, you go, "Well, don't have any. You don't need to. You just share." Yeah. And man, I find yeah. that well inspiring. I didn't really hear it put like that from you before. Like, I, I'd love to get, get a bit more of that in my system because <laughs> it's like it's makes it. I don't know. It's just nice. It's refreshing because uh-huh. I think yeah, everyone has self doubt and. Um, maybe maybe it's because you create an environment where you're really sure of your, um, you know, facilitate your own um, whatever you know um, process. And uh, so it's like because it's therapeutic, right, mm-hmm. to write for you. Like like when you were over the other night with Mish, like you we, we had a, you had a little aha moment after like you know the sequence of. Um, what was it again? There's a sequence. There's like three words that punched oh, out to you. Oh, it said um, the question was um, describe each decade of your life. That's right. In one word. Yeah. And I remember I said the first ten years of my life was belonging because I've just felt like I was right in the world. You know, hanging out with my mum and dad and all, all that stuff. Brother, I just I never really felt I was just fine. Mm. I guess that's maybe mm. well. Hope, hopefully it's a similar experience for most most kids. Mm. Um, the second word I said was for the next 10 years of my life, which was 10 to 20, um, was displaced. I didn't feel like I fit in anywhere. Mm. Again, another word which I'm sure most people would say in, in, that, in that decade as well. Mm. And the third I said ascending mm. um, because it's all been about finding who I really am. Fucking becoming nearer to who I really bravo. am. Bravo. <laughs> Yeah. I loved it. I loved it. Should, like, it's the should, best question. You should so write a wasn't book. It? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should write a book about this shit. He's got a tool. Go to his website. Um, um, but yeah, like, I like that. I, I, I don't know. I just like witnessing those moments because I'm a bit like the same with my writing as well with my music stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like it, it kind of catches you in like, oh, fuck yeah. And then you write and then it just flows and you can write a song in like literally, I've written a song in like all lyrics, all chords within like 20 minutes when it just hits yeah. me and it's effortless and easy. And other times you're just like grinding. Oh so my I, God. I, I, find, I, find, <laughs> I think it's an interesting area too. Like, how do we tap into that? Because it's, it's like a, it's flow or genius or whatever you want to call it, like effortless creativity. You're like, you tap into some kind of source fountain mm-hmm. and it flushes through you. So it's not really truly you. It's just like this fuel that you tap into. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really interested in the conversation around that. And well, you get it. I, I guess I've been doing something creative for about nine years or almost 10 years now. And, mm-hmm. um, 
and weirdly, I, I still don't have an answer for that because sometimes I will be like, like that where it's, all, it's like turning on a tap. And then, and then sometimes I'll sit there for 10 hours in front of my computer, not being able to put a, a single thing out. And you'd think I'd have strategies after all this time. But I think it is when you, you've got to get to the right emotional space. And I still haven't learned the way there yet. Mm-hmm. I, but uh, I do know that if I just sit down, stare at a screen long enough and just <laughs> in quiet and then and, and just stop worrying. And, and as soon as I let go of my, well, really, actually, it's, it's more about letting go of my doubts and, and, and then just getting to what I want to say. And, and then once I've oh. broken through that little wall, then it, then it does pour out. I don't have any uh, followers on my Instagram for my poetry. However, <laughs> when I write for my personal, I think it's, I like, I think having really emotional music and just kind of getting in your body yes. and dancing. Yes. And then you just sit down and you write without judgment. Yep. There's this That's thing nice. I used to do called 750 Words, and they call it the Morning Journal. And the, it's, it's a cool website. It's like five bucks a month, and you go, it's real simple and plain. But you go on, and you just write whatever comes in your head. Even if you make, like, a fart noise in your head, you just write down, like, fart noise. Like, mm-hmm. you just have no filter. Just and eventually, it. it's just like, you don't think anymore. You just keep writing, and you realize there's all these parts of your brain and little bits of information mm-hmm. or not even information like it can be feelings emotions it's even mm-hmm. nice to sit there and write yeah i feel kind of pissed off today you know it's just getting it out in paper mm-hmm. but music is such a good one mm. yes just, mm. well i do both those yeah. yeah both those things um listening to um yeah just music as long as there's no lyrics or vocals in mm. the music and then um yeah just writing everything uh just just absolute non stuff Nonsense. that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. um, and usually that loosens things up. Then do you find and there'll look, be like one sentence that you, like just jumps out of you from those hundreds of sentences? Wow, I haven't done that, but that sounds like a good idea. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I say uh, stuff that doesn't make, it, it really makes no sense, the stuff, right. when, I, when I just do that. I think um, that's really important for people to hear though, right? You think that it has to, we live in such a structured, give me the process, how are we going to do it world, mm-hmm. which is part of the epidemic that I could go on for hours about mm. but to just be like there is no way yeah mm. yeah I, I mean the result is I, I think okay. I find a common thread is for me personally and what I see in other people is um sh- is sh- shutting your eyes and shifting from your headspace to your heart space I feel like mm-hmm. I, I feel in an actual transition there because my headspace creates a lot of suffering and cyclical endless um <laughs> perpetual <laughs> pictures of reality and but my heart space just creates this peaceful content um effortless thing and when, when i'm powered by that i feel like I, I don't know i feel like people i think that's a common thing isn't it yes like, can yeah. you it's just quickly just because some people might be like what the hell do you mean about headspace and heart space like what do they mean to you just before we go on yeah. just to- so like just taking a I think, like I said, when I shut my eyes and just try to still and de-excite my nervous system, um, be aware of um, if, I, if I'm operating. Like I just try to visualize in some way where I'm operating from in my body right now. And so, and then just try to f- fluctuate between head and then heart. And then sort of each feels like until you can get a de- sense or a determine, a determine a sense between each of them. If you can, try to, because once you do, you, you're winning. <laughs> you're thinking you can flick them. Um, or, or just meditate for 20 minutes and you'll be there. <laughs> Somebody once wow. told me uh, when you have a good balance with your head and your heart, you've got wisdom. Right. And I like that, yeah. that mm-hmm. visual of if you use both, not yeah. just one or the other. Yes. You use both, you can speak. Well, that's absolutely true. And honest, yeah. too, is another way of looking at it. I think that's actually really important to say is like when yeah. your head, because your head is still Don't operating. Don't have either or either a lot of the time. Yeah. Have both. Yeah, they've got to be in harmony. I think I've been mm. struggling to write lately because um, my heart's been a little bit mad at me maybe for not being true to what I really want um, recently. Um, mm. And I feel like, uh, yeah, if you if you listen to what, you really want to be more responsive to those kind of... Um, what do you want? <laughs> uh, no, I just mean the, um, just the, just your little inner... Your little... Uh, Nickels. Yeah, right. just your little inner voice that's saying, no, this, you're, not, you're not following your right path at the moment mm. and you need to, oh, you need to let go of all the other stuff and focus on what's making you happy. And then when you're not doing that sometimes... Um, mm because you're, you're being a hypocrite to yourself, I guess. And mm. so that, that's, that's, that's my battle at, at the moment. I've come to a similar realisation recently where I've noticed that 
for all my life, I've always built up this image of myself of who I'm going to be next by taking on certain projects or doing certain things. And this has been the first time in my life where taking a step back and gone, no, I don't need to be the image of those things. I just need to find out what I'm enjoying now and practice work, it and get Ryan. good at it. Yes. And I, it's just kind of, and, and like, instead of just being like, oh, I'm going to be this thing, I'm going to be this thing or this thing. It's like, no, no, just chill out. You don't have to be anything. You just got to mm-hmm. just do it. Just be. Just be, basically. <laughs> I was, um, I, I was this, I was running a workshop and there was a young girl, must've been about 20. And, um, the idea is all of these uni students, all ages, in, out in the country, and I said to her, why don't you come up here and be my volunteer? Which, you know, no one wants to be the volunteer in a big group situation. <laughs> you know. So she's like, ah, I said, come on, oh, you'll be fine. I'll look after you. So she comes up the front and I say, do you know what you want to do uh, uni-wise? And she's like, you can see the painstaking decision-making that she's going through. Oh, uh, well, I don't know if I want to do, like, community development and I don't know if I want to do um, advocacy. And so her current reality, and this is where I see after when I'm in my greatest flow is when I'm connected to somebody else in the work, Mm. that she was in her head about what she wanted to do. And I feel like head is very... And analytical, you're thinking through a process. And sometimes, particularly in that head space, you know that someone's in their head and not in their heart because they're having an issue with it. Mm-hmm. And so that's the thing. I did. I said, okay, great. So tell me where you, what's the next obvious step? Let's not decide what, how you're going to get there. Like how do you want to feel at the end of either of these things? Yes. Let's stop focusing on what you're going to do and make a decision about your end focus of why. And she was like, I just... I just want to feel like it means something. So, of course, what that says is purpose. Mm-hmm. I want to feel more purpose and meaning in what I do or she wouldn't. Anyway, mm-hmm. so she's down and then I put someone down the end to represent that and so that woman's standing there being her purpose. And as she's taking a step out of her current reality, which is generally what I'm trying to do with people too, if get out of your head as you step into the next stage of where you want to be. How do you want to feel? How do you feel now? Oh, I'm glad I've, yeah, well, yeah, I feel like I've got more option. And she goes, but then you watch her start to happen again. So the idea is I need to get her to step through this towards what it is that she wants to be tangibly so she gets this inside her mind. But then it starts again. Oh, uh, and then all this, you can watch it, just anxiety went straight through her body. So she starts crying. And in front of everybody, I'm like, okay, well, this is going to be hard for the audience. So, of course, I make fun of it because I'm like, you know, we all have that all needs to pour out of us. It's okay. But in your heart of hearts, what feels good and what doesn't? Surely that's all it is. And then I asked this guy in the audience who's like 60 or 80, I said, what about you in your life? What do you think she should do? What's the next obvious step? Looking at her and he goes, well, generally in my life, you just need to decide what feels good and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. So we had this moment. I go, okay, here is community development. You stand there and see how it feels and you then stand there and tell me how um, uh, advocacy, which one is it? So she steps into community development. Oh, yeah, it's Okay. And then she steps into advocacy and you watch the anxiety go, Wow! and she felt it. And I said, is that going to give you more purpose? Yes. Or is it community development? She goes, I think, yeah, I feel like it's Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. So it's just this cool moment how Mm. I observed what we do to ourselves and Mm. it can be so simple. You facilitated the transition. Yeah. Yeah. And to be able to say to somebody, hey, which one feels good? Because yeah. that's what you should be doing. And I know that your head tells you that you should, nah, 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 but really, what feels good? Go. Mm. And mm. even if it's wrong, you still, oh, like, at least you're following that feeling. All of it, yeah. Exactly. You've you, you got to follow the passions of your heart in all the directions they're pulling you in. Um, that's how you find out where you don't want to be, where you do want to be. And that. You, that's how you find yourself in the place you're supposed to be, I guess. Mm. And, of course, you're going to change as a person too, so it's all going to adapt. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's, that's a problem when people have just, just, they just put one goal in their heads when they're very young is they, they reach that goal and they're like, this isn't even who I am anymore. Oh, yes, that's so true. Mm. The amount of people I meet and go, who are you? Why are you doing that? Is that your, that's your dad told you to do that and you're living that out. 
Wasn't there a famous quote that if your life is planned out for you, it's not fucking yours? <laughs> they didn't use the fucking, but you know what I mean. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's, that was Joseph Campbell. Was it? It was. It was. We the love path. the love JC. Yeah, we, we should start a fan club. <laughs> um, it's it's if you follow a path that's already there, then it's not your path, basically. That's pretty much what you said. But then but anyway. how scary is it for people to leave that comfort zone mm-hmm. of it? It's like, well, you, I, oh, I have to. Mm. But I mm. think that's so sexy. Like you can see it in someone when they're alive. You can wow. feel it when you just step out of mm. out of the norm. And I like, I, like, I like to be real about the, the fluctuations of I'm a bit nervous or, you know, like the real feelings you have, like as you were saying, but like, to come in to do this, but then feeling a bit like a bit nervous, and then you're like, "No, wait, that's the old boat." Yeah, I woke up this morning and I was like, "Oh, I'm really nervous." And then I just I thought about it for a second. I was like, "No, no, I'm not nervous at all." <laughs> yeah. That's just that. It was like there was this little old me inside me that doesn't actually speak for anymore. He's like, it, "This, you, this is going to be so bad." And I was like. No, nah, that's not who I am anymore. I'm not, I'm not concerned about this at all. That's um, so cool that you can witness, see the difference though there. Yeah. I think that's really it was, cool. It was actually a cool moment. Mm. Um, uh, interesting, I think, um, I also think, um, I wonder if a part of our purpose is in us from the beginning as well. Um, uh, and it's just all, and, and then the rest of the world gets on top of that purpose and, and, and mm. kind of smothers who you're supposed to be. Because as I said, I never wanted to be a, a writer at all. I was digging through some of my mum's old go. things mm. um, a couple of months ago. And in a box of old letters and stuff, I pull out this thing and, I, and it's a piece of paper. And uh, my mum's mum passed away when I was in year three. Mm. And um, uh, I had a cousin who was the most incredible singer. She was the star of the family. She was amazing. We, we used to, this was all in Echuca and um, up near the Murray. And um, she was just absolutely incredible. Just always the lead in productions and just absolutely incredible and I was just this quiet little boy I was a year younger than I who just used to sit in the corner um, quietly and watch television Um, and when uh, my nan passed away um, my cousin did this beautiful song at the funeral it was the most incredible thing and afterwards, I was like, "What well, can I do something to honor my nat? Well, I didn't, I didn't remember this till I picked it out of the thing. But I, I found this little piece of paper. And the way I chose to honor her was this poem. Oh. Like, I wrote my nan a poem when I was seven. So when I was seven, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I guess. It, and I found that was really strange that, like, even at that young, that's the place mm. I, I went to. Um, and then I left it up until I was 20 again. Right, that's strange. wicked. I when like you, that. When that's you said, awesome. I think you know your purpose, or your purpose is in you since you were born. Em and I, <laughs> I saw Em physically, and inside my heart, I was like, yes! <laughs> we didn't want to inter- interrupt your flow, but we're like, yeah, man, totally with you. Oh, man, I People love that. People do. People do. It just feels like home. Like, I love the. Oh, fuck yeah, man. Of course it is. Like, if I look oh. back on my life and my nature mm-hmm. from the youngest age, like, it always wants to express itself the same way and we just it craves to express itself the same way it's a fucking cause it's interesting isn't it it is really interesting but it makes you feel really like because it it doesn't even matter if it's if it's not true it doesn't it it doesn't even matter if it isn't true because the reality is the feeling of feeling like it is makes you just feel like you've got a place in the world um, I, but I think it you. is true. Yeah, I, yeah, I do as well. <laughs> I, I definitely uh, think it is true. But that, but the, that um, purpose or that feeling doesn't always have to turn up in the world as something you do something with. No, that everyone can acknowledge. What do you mean by that? Oh, I think I'm still trying to discover what that totally means. But as I'm meeting more and more people, I can see how I got brought up in a, an environment. Um, where once you knew your purpose, you should do something with it. Mm-hmm. And so in a way, I'd almost taken on board the need for everyone to give me the attention of the doing of the purpose. Of and so when I would work with people or just be around people, I'd be like, what are you going to do with that? Mm. And and it was like they needed to do to be. Mm. And I've just started to realize yeah. that, oh, how beautiful it is to be a mother. Yes. And I would judge that because I didn't want to be one. I wanted to be, you know, and mm. and that is such a beautiful purpose when people have found it. So even I want to be a writer, but I don't need to that, write you don't a book. Need to, it doesn't need to be. I just love Your whole writing. life isn't what you, what you do. It's, it's about the quality of the energy you're bringing into the world. That's all that matters. Mm. And, that, and that's not about a, a, a career or, or it could be as... 
It could be as simple as yeah, just... as simple as that. It yeah. doesn't have to be turned into a career. Mm-hmm. The energy you That's bring exactly into the right. world. Oh, I love it, man. Oh, I think you're fucking... Oh, you're, you're spiritual <laughs> as fuck, but you would never say it. Like, that's what I, that, I think that's why I love you so much is just because I, I just see such spirit in uh-huh. you and, and it's so raw and honest and real. And um, Well, I was having a conversation the other night about this exact thing and... and, and, and Brett and my friends Brett and Will were were saying uh, we were talking about spirituality and how and how it all it's all real and and I was like yeah but maybe there's a small chance that it's not real and and we just look and they're just like no it's real it's real but then but but then but then I walked away from that conversation thinking I look at I look back at my my own life and I think how could it not be true how when I think of the things that I wanted so badly to happen and then I, I and I looked around at my life at that moment I was like. How could it not be true? How could not what be true? I missed that. How could it not be true that there is like the universe and energies and manifestation and yeah. Sometimes I find it hard to understand how people can't see it, but yet see, I'm in. I totally understand. I'm in the other boat. See, people. Uh, uh. (laughs) You get out of this conversation. Yeah, but like people look at me as a spiritual. See, that's interesting. I get what you're saying by I think you are spiritual. Hmm. We would call ourselves spiritual, but see, I I would just automatically think that you do believe in. A greater force. I don't think it's believing either. Like, oh, I, I, I mean, I, I want to be careful with what you, words we use in this conversation, yeah, yeah, yeah. only from my point of view and translating it well, because it's it's an experiential thing. I believe. I sense. <laughs> I believe. I said it. Well, anyway, what were you going to say? I, I interrupted. Gonna, uh, if I could just ask a question: Is by this idea of like the universe providing or something? Is it is it this idea that there's like a thing? that is doing it. See, this is where I sit with, with you on it. So I don't want to explain the thing. I don't want to think about the thing or even know if there is a thing. I think, <laughs> but I think if you are, spirituality could just mean something as simple as just being very aware of yourself and what mm. you're doing and what you're asking for right. and what you're giving out. I think the end result's the same if you think like that. Um, yeah, you can go into like what it is or what's going on. And, and obviously that would be a different answer for every single person. Mm. Um, and you don't have to, believe in anything no. and you don't as a lot but just be aware of yourself and, and believe in that and that's spirituality i think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah uh but to answer maybe where i think you're going I, I think again there is so many levels but i believe that there is a thing and that it is guiding me mm-hmm. and it's beyond my control mm-hmm. what happens in the world and in fact i don't need to but do i allow it to to unravel my life no I would say that all the effort and direction I put in, it's a combination. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I'm still learning. That's, I mean, it's it's a hard thing for anyone to pin down because I think we can't, <laughs> but I think the signposts are in in every theme of every spiritual teaching there ever was. The signposts are in quantum physics and all of science and the, and the signposts are signposts in Signposts to what? Signposts to the great unknown, to the greater mm. intelligence, the all-encompassing unity that revolves in everything from this microphone to my heart, like the atoms and the quacks and all the, the vibrations and energy, like, like all the genius, yeah. motherfucker said, all there is is vibration and energy and that's all we are and like the unity and connection of it all. And the harmony of a, a, a giant collective creative intelligence that we are but a part of mm-hmm. that. So that's, I mean, I think that's all the shit you can go, oh, you can't really argue that, man, because fuck, mm. we, we see it, we feel it, we experience it. I guess, I guess for me, it's, um, it's not really important. What, it's not so much important what the answer is. Um, it's more about the question. And so long as you're asking the question, it, it doesn't matter if we never know the answer, but if, you, if we're asking the question, putting ourselves in that space, these things will, I believe they just happen. Like, I, look, I look at my own life and I'm like, it's definitely true. Mm. Definitely, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't argue against yeah. it. <laughs> I, I definitely think as humans, asking questions is what we're wired to do. So it's just like, that's what we've always done. <laughs> we've become humans. It's, oh, there's a moon. What's that all about? You know, mm-hmm. what's this tree? What, what's that doing? Curious. Um, I, I think my idea of spirituality, though, isn't like this, like, you know, this like, you know, spiritual light thing for me. It's just, you know, what is the thing that beats our heart? What is the thing that grows the plants? You know what I mean? Like, what is that force? Just consciousness, and basically. That yeah, is. but that consciousness is just a word. Like, I mean, if you look at it, it's like the thing that you look at and feel and experience. It's like, that's the kind of the thing I identify with. It's like the flow. And I think it's not like 
um, you know, like a thing that guides me or is wanting a certain thing in my life. It just is. It's the isness. It's just the, you know. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a really interesting and important point because I don't. I don't believe any of us think it. It is guiding us. I just think it's more okay. tapping in. I mean, I, for, speaking for myself, I don't think it is. I, I think it's just tapping into source energy, mm-hmm. creative. I do fun. say a lot that it was written before we were born. So if I'm Why sitting with that, because if sometimes I'm sitting with my team and I'm watching them, it might be just a process that I do for myself. I watch everyone get uppity because we're running events, including myself. Is this right? Have we got that right? Where's the numbers at? And I just look around and go, meh, it was all written before we were born. Everyone just relax. Well, that's synergy. Th- that is what the Vaders talk about in terms of like a, do you reckon the, the intelligence of it all knows what the fuck's going on. And, and when you really, I mean, the people that I've spoken to that firsthand tapped into that high, high state of awakenment, ascension so high that you like fucking have perspective over all of humanity and all of time and the universe. The, those bastards, and I've, it's led some... You're talking I, about like gurus or people who studied ancient teachings? Gurus or people that have had mental breakdowns in our oh, society. Okay. Um, but, but they all say the same thing. And they all have an incredible awareness of the patterns and where life is going. So they, they, they can see right now, they can see in the past, they can see in the future, and they can see the evolution. Because all that nature and creation desires is evolution, to evolve, to, to fucking grow. Um, so, I mean, that's, I mean, that's what I feel about it personally, <laughs> that, that you can. That's, so when you feel those senses that it's all written, it's probably because you have a sense that, it's going somewhere, which mm-hmm. is... That you're supposed to go that way. That you're supposed yeah. to go that way, and it's and an, making sense. Yeah, and another way of putting that is faith. Just have faith. Mm-hmm. Let go. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where it comes from. I think I've had... I was thinking about... Um, I went through what I call a dark night of the soul recently where it was a lot of angst. That's a Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, which is perfect because it's so fucking true. Um, <laughs> what did well, then, you say? Well, then, these tu- uh, then this, will, was, yeah, yeah, oh. this will happen. On the, this will, you'll appreciate that your Tuesdays will appreciate this. And I just had this cool, cool moment where I realized that I'd lost faith mm-hmm. in just that it would always work out yeah, and that I was getting caught up in stress, which was anxious about expectations. I'd expected this to happen and I wasn't really appreciating my now, which is, you know, we've talked about this recently, just how I think appreciation now is the cure to anxiety and expectation because you're just being like, I'm not fucking just appreciating what I have, like oh, gratitude so or appreciation. Like they're so interconnected, those moments, and they cut into people's anxiety when you just appreciate what you do have in you and what you do appreciate what you have around you. And from that space, once I'd done that, I also could just be like, faith. Because mm. that, could, that could also be your heart trying to ask you to go in another direction as those, um, those feelings. Man, spot on, which I think mm. is what Dark Nights of the Soul can be, yeah, right? Absolutely. Because people are not answering their call to adventure. Yeah, yeah. You know? Your bodies are like, enough's enough. Oh, yeah, Do yeah. it, you dickhead. I'm going to put you in suffering until you do it. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what it does. I really, I'm starting to believe, uh, this has been a new new lesson. This is a new thing I'm definitely starting to um, be more aware of. I think that's what it's, I think that's what it happens when you go through those really uh, still stuck moments. Um, I think that's when you've got to listen most carefully yeah. to what you really yeah. want. Mm-hmm. And it's often the hard, I mean, it always is the hardest time to listen most carefully because yeah. you're, you're drowned in thought. Yes. And, ah. <laughs> yep. Oh, I love this conversation. It really lights me up. I feel like someone's handed me um, a, a note <laughs> and said, hey, can you remind people all around you what dark nights of the soul are and that they are a part of process in life mm-hmm. and in actual fact you are on purpose when you're in it, Yeah, you know, yes. and I'd love you to just tap me when, yeah. you know, we take a break from podcasting because I need some break. You're going through this for a reason. <laughs> yeah, you've got to welcome it all in, all yeah. of it. Yeah, We'll do that now. It's all has <laughs> Next purpose. time you're like, oh, I'm having a bad one. I'm just like, yeah, it's all right. 
Yeah. It'll be content for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> is I reckon. Yeah. It really is. I want to shift to that place where I welcome it, where I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this is all part of nature. This is part of flow. Sooner I get through this, um, sooner I'm going to get to the next thing and the quicker I can evolve. <laughs> I think so, I think every single one of us, all of it, everyone on earth, every single person, and it's the thing I'm most passionate about is is people. And, uh, and I think every single one of us has like a question inside of us that needs answering. And mm-hmm. that question can change over time. But for me, it's, confidence i guess for some people it's purpose in life um for some people it's learning how to you know stay away from addiction or or, all all kinds of things and then and then we 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 go through life and we um we lean on other people and people give us give us their their own experiences and and for example when i think of you how much you've grown over the last year and Mm. when i met you i was like there's no way He's done growing. He's he's the most incredible person ever. But when I think of <laughs> the point from from a year ago to now, I, I see um, how much you've grown and and you've answered mm. some questions that you had um, last year, and you can see it in you. Oh, cool. you That's nice I mean? to hear. Yeah, what, thanks, man. What questions do you think and, you've answered, Jess? I don't know, but I just like the feeling that I've grown. <laughs> <laughs> it feels great. Like you become far more nearer to who you are, who you really are, and, yeah. and more, you know, you're not distract, you know, you're not getting distracted by other things, and and, mm. and you're very, very focused. Yeah. Your focus over this last year has multiplied. I feel over the last couple of years. Um, Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. Can I? And it's I nice can... to hear that. It's nice. Like I really appreciate just reflecting like that. Like we're just having people tell you what you where you're at. Like I want to do that more to people. Like mm. as well. Like I like how you did that in the collective thing. I think to talk to to what Bo said in you too. Love is like a compliment circle. Um, <laughs> but I think when you let when you've let go of you know you said you wanted to do that more. It, it's almost like you become more curious than judgmental of it. Don't you reckon there's like yeah. a curiosity that yep. starts to happen when, why am I feeling like this instead yeah. of, why are you fucking feeling like this yeah. again? Yeah. Stop it's, fighting it. Yeah, yeah, it's a curiosity. Wow. And that, that's a great I keep shift. seeing, yeah, I keep even saying it to myself. I'm like, I just have to get people curious to move them out of where they are or to the place that they want to be. And that's it. It's like, that's how you can also. And that inner voice has also got like a, an element of kindness to it as well. So if you're like, uh, you shouldn't be like this. It's very demanding. Where you're like, oh yeah, why, why, why? What's going on? Why am I? Yeah, your inner voice is so polite and just really gentle. Seriously, it's like, come on, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we all love you here. We're so true. It's so Everybody true. Everybody loves you. Yeah. Like, why are you freaking out? Yeah, yeah. It's so nice. funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love we've all gone into it in ourselves. Yeah, we do. Yeah. I like who I am. That's what that, that's what happened then, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Oh man, I love that. I love throwing off the. I need to be there. I need to be there. Um, like I, I think I'm just becoming more and more aware of my condition, and yeah, asking questions more and and seeking more. I suppose. And if you seek, you shall find. <laughs> I had this cool guru say to me recently. When I was going through this dark night, night of the soul, I turned up to his house and it was like day one of my road trip and I thought I was going there to interview him. You know, I was thinking I'll go on the road trip, interview experts about what real connection is. And I get there and he goes, you're not interviewing me. We're going to work on this pattern of yours. And I was like, oh, what pattern? <laughs> and without ex- describing <laughs> the whole process, he really woken me to something which I'd love to share and mm. hear your thoughts on. He said, every time you're in that, place of doubting yourself, which I see in you all through the 15 years I've known you, Mm. young lassie, this is a component of you, of what you, this is part of you that's learnt this from you were four years old and you started to see the world in that way because that's what was created in you because you had a little moment and where you then, it then dictated the way that you grew up, right? We've all heard of that Mm -hmm. before. But there was something so beautiful about how he stopped and said to me, so Emily, after all the work I've done with you on your true self, you have to learn mastery. And I was like, oh, I love mastery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, being like, "Ah, I can be the master of something. He goes, no, no. You need to, the definition of mastery is to refocus and redefine yourself in your heart of what it is that you want Mm -hmm. and to acknowledge that your four-year-old is creating this pattern and if you can truly understand this pattern that you have created in your life you go so spend time like you did a whole process with me and I hated it at first because I was like (gasps) every moment in my life where I saw I fucked up 
and I hated it because it was part of my pattern. Mm-hmm. I couldn't love that part of it. And he goes, so reorient yourself to redefining how do you want to be? Because in your heart of hearts, you are perfect on every level in every way. So every time I hear the doubt now, I go, ah, it's my four-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> do you actually, when you have the doubt, like put the voice of a four-year-old, like four-year-old Emily? I don't know, but it's almost like in the joy of learning. Every time I go into doubt now, I can, it's the, the joy of the pattern is now that I've become aware of it, I'm like, <laughs> like you waking up <laughs> yeah, in the morning, hearing yourself go, old bow, oh, old bow, he was talking to me. <laughs> ah, my true self, my... New bow. Every, my new bow. <laughs> Who I am is there. I just really loved it. It just felt so simplistic. Mm-hmm. It was just Beautiful. thoughts. Doubt is like, that's the one place where I feel like I don't know really anything because it is my biggest battle or, or, or self-confidence and all those all those places. But I, I mean, I, I'm making I'll a lot of progress over the last... <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that has always been my biggest, um, my biggest wall to climb. And I feel like I've made heaps of progress this last two years in particular. Of course but, you have. Um, yeah, massively. Yeah, that's like the one thing I can't really... All I can do is write about the process of trying to shake that. But I've never been able to write about how to shake that because that's like that's the one thing I feel like I don't have an understanding of because I'm still there in the middle of it. Do you I mean guess. doubt? Doubt and self confidence and, and all those kind of all those kind of um, questions that you ask yourself: Am I good enough? All that. Um, can I do this? When, I, when you when you if you had to just go, like, what does it feel like? Like if you when you, when you're in your place of doubt doubt and your confidence and self doubt mm-hmm. and then being stay in that place and then go what does it feel like being in that place if you had to describe it like in your heart gosh um well for one i, I would like to say that it, hap- it never happens when i'm around other people yeah it's only when i'm by myself with my own things um but gosh, explaining that. Gosh, I should be able to do that. I, 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 I don't have to think about. Yourself. I'm going to have a think about yeah, that. Yeah, and, and then yeah. when I do think of it, I'm just going to. No matter what we're talking about, I'll interject and I'll say, yeah. "I got it." Because <laughs> I want to give that a really yeah, yeah. sincere answer. Because I wouldn't yeah. want to just say something that it wasn't exactly how it felt. Yeah, yeah. But what yeah. about if he spent more time being curious about what it feels like to not do it? Yeah, maybe. You know, like we spend a lot of time observing now, or those of us who have had the doubt voice and not everyone has this voice like i've met them they're like you don't, yeah you don't same do that. well they're the people that are saving me these people who or, or, or i guess everyone has it in some aspect of their lives i guess yeah. and, and then and then that's why it is important for people to come together some people do just lock themselves in their homes and think that everything will get fixed but mm. you've really got to go out there and meet the people who are um compatible with you and can teach you lessons that you don't mm. know yourself that's mm. which is why i people... run collective potential yes <laughs> it's true like being able to sit in a room with complete strangers and have connections or learn from other people. With I think a lot of people are afraid of what new people or groups can do for them. Uh-huh. I, I mean, um, a, a couple of years ago, because um, uh, for a long time, um, uh, yeah, I just spent a lot of time at home. Uh, all the guys who I was in the band with, they all had jobs, so I didn't get to see them that much. And so a lot, for a long time, I just felt like I wasn't really hanging out with anyone. And um, uh, a friend... I, I just got a random DM on Instagram, and, and it was um, it was, uh, it was from this guy called Jax, and he's like, um, "I'm looking to hang out with more creative people. Do you want to go out and get a beer sometime?" I'm like, I'm "Like what? I'm I'm 26. I'm being asked out. Like, like <laughs> what is this? Day. I don't need uh, I don't need new friends. I'm 26. Mm, you know, I, I've got mm. my friends. Um, and then I did it, and um, uh, we got on heaps, and then he he took me to. To bond, uh, it was oh, Sam Wine's that. birthday the That's year before. Sad. Well, the uh, year before that, um, and then I met all these people, and now, and and they're my people. They're people who understand mm. me, and 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 they're people who've taught me these lessons that I've been needing to learn my whole life. Mm. People um, that just knew exactly what I needed, and then I knew what some of them needed and and so it's just important to really put yourself out there always no matter how old mm. you are mm. um people people get locked up in their in what they in their friendships and like oh, i'm i'm done with friends i'm in my late 20s mm. and stuff but you've got to like got to get out there and 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 just move around as we said is you need to find your 
all your soulmates in life. Your tribe. Mm-hmm. Soul your bros. Mm-hmm. Soul bros. Brodettes. Yeah. <laughs> Brodettes. I love that. I would, just to tap on quickly, why I asked that question of like feeling it in your heart um, is because like someone, my, my mate Johnny Pollard, who we've had on the show as well, um, he, he did that with me the other day and it kind of allowed me to, it, he guided me for a sequence of allowing me to surrender this thing that was limiting me um, and I didn't know what it was. He, he just goes, I, just, I was basically had a few days of just feeling shitty, shitty, no useless like um, all this stuff and it was getting worse and more perpetual and I just didn't know what was going on so he he, he just said right, don't do anything just tell me how you're feeling in your heart when when you think of how you feel right now and I just said I feel shitty and dissatisfied with the world um, and he goes right great just stay there just stay in that place of feeling shitty and dissatisfied and I just stayed there and I was probably there for about 30 seconds and it, it I just noticed my, and I just started crying because it just, just by allowing and surrendering to that feeling I felt, it melted away all the stories I had in my heart, in my head, sorry, around it. Like, um, it's because of this, it's because of that. Um, it's not like, you know, all these stories. And he says, be aware of like, you are starting to think of stories now. And I was like, yeah, I was starting to think of stories as to, but just let, let them, let them, don't worry about them um just keeps keep staying it focusing on staying in that feeling and like 30 seconds the whole fucking thing passed <laughs> like wow. i didn't have that it anymore i just felt lighter felt clearer um i, I felt, truly believe in that because whatever you summer. resist persists mm. when you're in the belief or the story i love that i watched you just do it just then and like, what what if they taught us more to just it's like i even said it to someone today it's like a tunnel you're heading towards it and if you can just go through the emotion, eventually mm-hmm. you'll come out to the other side. Push into the pain. Or, well, you, people need to so, be able to like, why am I feeling like that? Sit with it. Sit with it. Mm. It's vulnerable. But there's real power in that. Mm. I love it. I get my rocks off on Or it. even not asking <laughs> why and just feeling the feelings. Feeling Sometimes the feeling. feelings are just like, I need attention. Yeah. yeah. These are lessons yeah. that These are lessons <laughs> yeah. that all... all Young people. I was fortunate enough to go to a, a Steiner school, which oh, is cool. like. Um, I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't? No. Yeah. So we we learn all these things yeah. in school, and then so it's always been a part of my experience. By the way, I didn't fit in at that school at the start at all. <laughs> I, I went to a normal primary school in the country, and then I and then I and then I came to this this place, and I was like, no one's wearing any shoes. There's everyone's in free dress, and <laughs> awesome. and we're singing John Lennon songs before biology class. <laughs> um, but then oh, I Steiner I, kids. I, I, and I rebelled against it the whole time. I, I was just like this, like wearing a public, suit. Yeah, well, not as no, no. <laughs> like uh, I think like an Adidas cap, really oh, high, or, or oh, something. Like, I hang out at the station and all that, all that super stuff. But all those lessons like became a part of who I am and lasted with me long after I left. And I think these there are very important lessons for young people. The things that I learned through that schooling system, hundred mm. percent. Mm. Mm. I think that some of the things that schools should teach it's emotional intelligence and yes. how to learn and curiosity, like. Don't teach me, you know, like economics. I didn't learn that, but you know what I mean. Like when a kid is angry, you don't put him in a room. You say, well, "Be like, why are you angry? Think about why you're angry, and think about where that's coming from, or the root mm. of that." And just, just teach people to be more aware of themselves and all the emo- all the different emotions. Because, because when you're a kid and these emotions are hitting you, like, what are they? So you just act on yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. If people teach you to process them more, and 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 most adults do learn this naturally, and some don't. Yeah. Um, but these are important lessons and anyone can do it. It's just about being more aware of what's going on in you because your thoughts or feelings aren't necessarily you all the time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I heard... Man, um, I love this shit. <laughs> <laughs> every, three, every three hours, someone commits suicide in this country. Every three hours? Every three hours. <sighs> you know, like... <laughs> I'm laughing because that blows my mind about being able to teach people these sort of things that we've mm-hmm. grown up with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess it's not bringing it down, but to go, cool, look what you do know. Look yeah. what we do know. Yes. Mm. We got this. Yes. And, okay, I can appreciate that. We don't got it, but we're a bit closer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, we, it's always a journey. Like, it I've is. been in that place where I wanted to die as well, and it's like... You you do sh- move through it. I think the most important thing is to sh- demonstrate, like even my brother-in-law that's going through a lot, like sh- get, live by example of and help with practical tools to move through it. Mm-hmm. That's what I think the most important. Yeah, we need to be teaching these strategies to 
everyone because that's all that's the that's the way through them. It, it, it's just strategies. That's all. That's all it is. And 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 too many people go through the, their whole lives not knowing what those are. Yeah, mm-hmm. being curious about yourself. Mm-hmm. I like, I like breaking paradigms. My mate is a spiritual trader. He's like a because I think that's the epicenter of masculinity. I've, I've, I've seen his um, yeah, Instagram yeah. posts. Yeah, Dan. Yeah, I think that's a. I like him because he's really cracking the paradigm. He's like doing yoga, meditation, time lapses on the work campsite. <laughs> it's, like, it's really cool. Is he teaching like the other guys he works with as well? I think so. I think that'd yeah, be, he's like having great so conversations good. with him. Mm, so. Awesome. He's got real joy awesome. in him. Well, I think yeah. I think. Uh, now more than ever, people are very well. Not now more than ever, but uh, people are very, responding well. Well, I thought maybe like the seventies or something. I don't know, or the sixties. I think more people. The seventies yeah. was like a bubble. Yeah. If, if you're talking about like people yeah. waking up, yes, and yeah. to now it's more mainstream. I think so. I think it's just the internet. I think it's yeah. just a general like it's a common thing. Like you look at how many people go to music festivals, how many yes. people doing yoga, how many people meditating, even eating right. Like yeah. I even right. I remember when I was a kid, like going to Macca's was like the big treat. Yeah. And now you look around, it's just like no one's going sometimes there. it's empty. Like it's people are just switching on to what is good for us and what isn't. And we're not being constantly fed all these messages about you need this, you need mm. this. And we're so actually true. like Isn't it exciting? It's yeah. so yeah. exciting. Yeah. Like the world in twenty years is gonna be so different. <laughs> yeah. And I again, so. like of course people also using you know, someone could use Instagram to you know, share poetry and consume great poetry and great pages like Niche that Jed shared with me, which like mm. shares quotes from inspirational people. But people can also use Instagram. I know there's some really dark pages on there. Mm-hmm. That are, I think it was called Fitspiration, where they, um, the like, uh, I don't want to like say this wrong, but you know, some people would share. Um, it, was, it was like stuff on bulimia and I just oh, I don't, I don't no. want to misrepresent this story or anything mm-hmm. but there's just the, like you can also learn dark things on there but it's that and it, like if the more people like I don't want to like well there's always um, going to be some darkness but yeah you're right yeah. I would say the, the, the large percentage is definitely it's you get a positive vibe from people and people are caring more about what's out there and wanting to learn more and um I think yeah. people are generally nice too. They are. Like you look down the street, people there's not mm. generally crying yeah. everywhere. Like it's true. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. again, being on this road trip, I was thinking about it. Every time I met somebody, they invited me to stay over at their house, and then they wanted to sit down and have a conversation with me and cook me dinner or something. And I was like, oh, this is really restoring my faith in humanity. <laughs> Maybe I need to retire. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It was just really interesting. Look, I think we started this conversation off, um, well, I did, because I knew that I'd end this conversation with feeling joy in my heart, because I have a lot of it at the moment, like I really do. Yay! Yay! From just stepping out of my comfort zone, accepting the darkness, like there's even that in it, the joy, the, um, the duality. I like to be real, but I'm so fucking fake in moments. You know, um, I like to eat really healthy, but I love a ciggy. You know? <laughs> or, you know, I love partying, but I got old zen out with anybody. Like, I, yeah. I feel yeah. like each one of you today, I just knew we were going to have a conversation that filled us with joy. Wow. Well, I walk away from this feeling yeah, please. In, absolutely incredible. Like, I could do this again because I was so worried about this or, or, or like, concerned about it. And I'll get to, I'll probably be smiling all night. <laughs> you should do it again. You should write about yeah. it. And you know, I think it is. It's like um you'll have people who are listening to this that love your work or people who've never heard of of what you do. Mm-hmm. Same as us. Um and I do just love that you it took you a little bit of bravery to step <laughs> into this space and give it a go because yeah. that also is really important if, if people do love your work and they're watching you put that out day in, day out. It can be such a bullshit mm-hmm. figure and people put you up on a pedestal. So I yes. love hearing the realness of what you're going through and and I think I love you even more for it, <laughs> you know. It's so awesome. <laughs> so thank you so much for wow, joining Wow, you're us. welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, glad, glad. And Ryan, oh, so good to be back, Jez. Mm. Awesome. Love you guys. Here's to joy. (laughs) Bye, everyone.